If you've invested in your business, chances are you've funded future growth potential through leverage and after filling out loan applications and undergoing credit checks. In the stock market, using debt is often called gearing. The new BetaShares Wealth Builder Funds, ASX ticker symbols G200 and GHHF, offer moderate gearing across Australian and global shares for investors who are comfortable with the higher risks associated with gearing their investments. You can discover how they work by visiting betashares.com.au. Please don't forget that gearing magnifies gains and losses, so read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Australian Business Podcast. I'm Daniel Golubev. I'm Jordan Kittis. I'm Owen Rask. We're here to help you make more profit, find work-life balance, save time, capital, and grow your business. Every week, we drop the best tax tips, marketing hacks, growth strategies, and methods to help you grow. If you haven't already, take the free Rask Business Course. Book a chat with me or Daniel at Grayspace. Or get in contact with us about business coaching. We also love hearing from you. So send us your questions and feedback using the resources found in the podcast player for each episode. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Australian Business Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my business partner and co-host, Daniel. How are you? I'm good, Jordan. How are you? Good, good. We um, had the Rask Sydney Roadshow last night, which was super fun. Some super interesting speakers and definitely learned a few things, which was good. Yeah, well, what an event. Great turnout. So today, we're talking about some super interesting topics, or tools, I should say. Um, software stack. So how can software help your business and improve efficiencies and just help you run a better business. Um, the first tool that we have on our list is Microsoft or your Google Suite. Mm. So in short, non-negotiable in this day and age. Need an email, need to have, be able to type up your documents, PowerPoints, Excel, whatever it may be. Um, so I think first or foremost, that's probably a, one of the non-negotiables, I would say. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's like your, your foundation, your basis sort of that surrounds everything from, you know, even if it's document storage, that SharePoint that Microsoft does sort of provide, whether it's, um, you know, even the Google Drive storage that you have. I think the record-keeping side of things is really important. Um, and being proficient, I think Excel is a really underutilized tool. It's free. Accounting bias. I know, I know. <laughs> I think every business can benefit For from, sure. you know, Excel sort of just, not even if you're like, great at it, just good. Yeah, I agree. It's good enough. And in terms of what you touched on, like whether it's OneDrive or it's SharePoint, having that collaboration tool. So mm. if you want to work on a document and you're like, hey, Jordan, jump in, I can see the same thing and we can edit the same document. So regardless of what business, uh, what industry you're in, super, super effective. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a really, really good foundation yeah. for any business. For sure. It's, a, it's, the, it's the first one you want to do. Um, and that'll help you register your domain as well. I think it'd be really hard to operate without it. I don't think you could. Do you I think you could? <laughs> no, def- I definitely can't. Handwritten letters? I definitely can't. But you, you still see some people don't. You could do the um, – Apple has um, – I'm not sure what it's called. They've got their own suite of um, software tools. 
in yeah, their own version. I'm not a Mac user, never have been. I don't think I ever will be. I'm going to convert soon. Yeah. Owen can blame Owen for that. I oh, know. His you've suggestion. Been, you've been dropping it to me every month now. It's like, oh. Computer's very warm. It's warm. Battery's so, not so lasting slow. as long. <laughs> um, but yeah, agreed. I don't think you can run a business without it, mm. to be fair. Um, secondly, you know, you know it's coming. Zero. Every, every, <laughs> every episode. I'm <laughs> every episode. But it doesn't have to be zero. Um, any type of um, online cloud-based accounting software will do the job. Um, again, different firms, different people have different preferences. Ours is zero, hence all the plugs. Waiting for free plugs. Yeah. Um, at this rate, they're not going to give us a cent. We're doing it for free. Yeah, why would you? I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a cloud-based software. And why Why do you think it's so important to have a cloud-based accounting software, whether it's Myob, QuickBooks, Zero, Henry, whatever it may be? What are, what are some of the nuances to it? Why is it, a, why is it a must? Because I think this day and age, we've got the technology to be able to give you real-time data and to make decisions based on information from now, not from three, six, nine, 12 months ago. Um, because as a business owner, you, you understand that things can change over a period of time, whether it's new services that you're implementing, whether it's a, um, a change in pricing since then, if additional costs have been added on, for example, you know, 12 months ago, you might be running a profit margin of 30%, but since then your rent increase was, you know, call it, you signed a bad lease and it went up 10%. Like that's a significant difference for a lot of people in different industries. And unless you have real-time data, it's very hard to make big decisions as a business. So a cloud-based software gives you that, you know, flexibility or gives someone that can help you the understanding that they need now. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I also think it's really important that you have all of your data in one location. So in zero, you have, pardon me, you have your invoicing, like Daniel said, all your financial data, payroll, super important, especially with single touch payroll. So you can't, oh, you can't really lodge it unless it's in an accounting software. Mm -hmm. um, and having zero or some type of online accounting software, it allows you to lodge that single touch payroll to the tax office, have your invoicing in the one piece of software, all of your data in there, and you can even process your super payments there as well. So and how I, easy is it? Oh, so much better, the yeah. easiest. Yeah, It's the click of a button, send you a text message, enter the code, done. So I think that's also a non-negotiable. Yeah, I agree. Um, we're biased. Two from two. <laughs> two non-negotiables. <laughs> um, the third one being payment collection, also super important. And the reason that we've separated this is because, yes, you can send out invoices on zero, um, but that requires a manual bank transfer. I mean, you can you can integrate. There's plugins now. There's plugins. I think there's AirWallex and Stripe that you can plug into your zero. You can, but just to reiterate, if you're not using zero, using another accounting software, you need to have some type of payment collection function because mm. sometimes people don't want to pay by bank transfer and they can forget if you've got a reoccurring business model where it's the same amount every month, you want to set up a direct debit so you can stay on top of your cash flow. Yes, you can send repeating, repeating invoices, but you just want to make sure that you can collect payment whenever and wherever you are, especially if you're a, um, a business, a service-based business where you're going out to clients, conducting a service. Um, you want to make sure you can collect payment on the spot. Yeah, I think removing friction in the payment process is crucial. Make it as easy as possible for clients to pay you yep. then and there. Um, I think now you can buy like little square things for, yeah. for service-based businesses that people can tap their card rather than having to 
send them an invoice, wait for them to go into the internet banking. Some people don't know how to use yep. apps. Um, and it's really good for cash flow, like collecting payment as soon as you finish the job. I mean, if you don't do it like that and you go home, you send an invoice, you're trading terms of 14 days, you get paid on day 14. If they forget, like that can be a 21-day process. And you can track that as well. Like you can collect your data days. Like what are your data days now? And then put some systems into place or make a slight change. Whether yep. it might be adding a Stripe payment method, use it for three months and then see if your data days has gone down. And when I say data days, it's how long an invoice is outstanding for. Yep. You know, it might be 30 days for some people. And then if you can add a Stripe payment, it might go down to 25 days. Straight away, that's better. Yep. You're receiving money quicker, meaning you can pay your bills more or less on time and it's easier. There's little lag between receiving and payment. For sure. For sure. The um, next tool that we have is an e some type of email marketing software. Um, the one that we use is ActiveCampaign, um, but there's an abundance of them. There's Klaviyo, MailChimp, I'm pretty sure is free up to a certain amount of contacts. Um, the reason that I think this is super important is because it allows you to constantly keep revisiting your customer base and they're all warm leads. You've done work for them before. They know who you are. They know how you operate. I think it's super important to continuously tap into that market, if you want to call it that. Um, if you have new products or call it you're a seasonal business where, say, I'm an air condition mechanic and summer's coming up. You can send out an e email marketing campaign or set up an email marketing campaign. So it's all automated. Call it a sequence of 10 emails before some hits. So you can go in there and do a service or whatever whatever it may be. Mm. Having a tool like that, it gives you the highest ROI. And it's like been proven. Email marketing gives you the hardest, highest um, ROI. So I think it's super important to be doing that, especially if you have a database, you need to be utilizing that database. Don't just let it sit there. A lot well, of businesses- Well, there's no point of just having a database, mm, right? Yeah. Make it work for you. For sure. And a lot of businesses don't do this and ourselves included, we've only just started putting the wheels in motion to get this to happen. But from all of the reading that I've done, it's the easiest way to, to bring in some more business. And especially if it's if it's a service-based business and even e-com, this is huge in e-com, the, those, um, what do they call it? Left behind carts, you know, you get those emails on whatever shop Guilty. you're on. Yeah, All and the they always remind you. You wanna be, but like that's the that's the um, thing you wanna tap into. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to just be an e-com brand to do that and anyone can do it in, well, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure anyone can do that in any industry. So I think it's super important to have some type of email marketing tool. I agree. Um, the next one that we, we use all the time is Calendly. I love this. It's the best. It saves so much time. I used to hate, sometimes it was a 15, 20 minute call to schedule a meeting. Yeah. I could have had the meeting. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to give a summary of Calendly? How, yeah, how we less, use it? It's, it's a system that links to your caller, um, calendar. We use Outlook. So it links to my Outlook. I book in meetings and then send that link that's got already sort of preloaded live calendar of what i've got and it lets people choose a time that's convenient for them and like you notice that sometimes it's like a week or two after what you were planning just because the times don't line up and i think i save hours a week since we've implemented it from not having to chase sort of meetings it was like oh when are you free i want to come see you yeah and like you sit there oh can you do this oh no Someone's like, yeah, you do this I have to no. get back to you. Yeah. Mm. And all of a sudden, I was like, no, no, no worries. Here's my link. Yeah. Jump in, pick a time that suits you, and we'll catch up. For sure. Um, 
And it also integrates with Zoom and Teams. So a lot of our uh, meetings are online now. Yeah. So the cal- Calendly sends, like if I want to have a meeting with Daniel, it'll send Daniel a link. In that link will be the time slot. There'll be a link to the Zoom or the Microsoft Teams or Google Meetups, whatever it may be. Um, and we also use text message reminders. Mm-hmm. So if you were to book a meeting, you'll get a text re- message reminder. So that helps avoid no-shows, especially if your business is very high volume in terms of booking meetings. Um, you want to try and limit people not showing because that just costs you time and time and time. And, and as money. you get busier, I think it really frees up a lot of time, which is really crucial. Yeah, I agree. It just it cuts a lot of manual labor and you're spot on. The amount of time you used to go into trying to organize a meeting and it turns into a 20-minute conversation, mm. I think it's a, it's a lifesaver. It's an awesome tool. Um, and one we would, I guess, to add to that, we weren't talking, we haven't spoken about, but he's like your Zoom, your Google Meets, um, and Microsoft Teams. I think that is also has been become huge since the pandemic, um, and it's something that we've now continued to use. I mean, it allows us to serve and service clients regardless of where they are in Australia, um, and even if uh, we're not in the office. We can still have those meetings together if staff aren't here, if they're working from home or whatever it may be. That collaboration tool is huge as well. Yeah, I think you know, silver lining in the professional services industry of COVID um, is that everyone was we were forced to upgrade our tech. We were forced and we, we have to make it work. And we've been able to work you know, more efficiently sometimes because like you said, we can work from anywhere. Yep. You know, if you're feeling slightly unwell, you sort of, you're well enough to work, but probably unwell to sit with other people. You still have the option to work from home now, have your meetings as normal, take your calls, do what you need to do. Um, and it creates that freedom to do more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The last, it's not really the, the last tool, but it, I guess to, to summarize, it's like an industry specific workflow tool. And I guess it doesn't have to be industry specific. What do I mean by workflow tool? Um, some of the basic, Ones that are very, they don't really niche down is like your Monday, ClickUp, um, Asana, where you can just organize your tasks. If you have re, re, um, repetitive tasks, you can set up all of your workflows in those softwares. There's some industry specific ones as well. So like for us, we use software called Carbon. Um, there's ServiceMate for tradies. Um, Tradeify, you, you name them. There's, yeah, there, there's, there's bound a to software be one. for you. Yeah. So like I, think, I think they're really important to investing and not just invest your money, but also your time to set them up properly. It's really important you get that right from the start. So that way, as you grow and you scale, everything has been set up properly from the start. Yeah, You might feel it's a bit irrelevant at the beginning when it's, say, just you as a technician. But I think setting it up, understanding it, working with it, creating a precedence is really important because this will let you scale the quickest because it means you don't have to relay every single task to an employee. You show them how to use this tool. Yeah. You show them how to do the task and then you, you're free. Yeah. And I, if you, you're- These yeah. are your tasks, good. Just go do it. Yeah. And if you're a service-based business, you can set up any of these. Like I've used, uh, at an accounting firm um, that I used to work at, we use Monday for workflow. And I know we have some agency clients that use Monday, they've used Asana and ClickUp as well to help with that editing process and who's doing what, what are the schedules for releasing content or whatever it may be. Um, so you can really customize each of these pieces of software to your own needs and your own industry. Well, we trialed Monday and Asana yeah. with Carbon, what we're using now. We yeah. trialed all three because they all come with a, with a free basis. Yeah. Um, and we just ended up choosing an, an accounting specific one, which is 
generally the best result. Yeah, I'd say so. Because it is sort of um, specific to you and your needs. But there's no reason why you can't set these up. And I know this is probably a little bit harder, but Notion does it as well. Um, but I just know the setup's a bit harder than these already preset yeah. settings and just a few little – and it's still template and you're good to go otherwise. Yeah, yeah, agreed. All right, cool. So in summary um, – Before we finish up, maybe a little controversial one. How do you feel about AI in – implementing into your into your tech stack yeah it's starting to come into everything isn't it yeah probably mention it i know we've signed up to a to a software um that's almost ai plugs into chat gpt yeah that's ai driven um good not great yet in my opinion um but how do you feel about like even i think i get heaps of ads on motion is it like um like almost like an ai va tool have you heard of that? No. No, apparently like almost works as a workflow. It adds in tasks sort of automatically. You know, I might get it as a trial and just report back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, let us know <laughs> how it goes. Um, I guess in short, AI, I think it has its places. I don't think it's going to, well, for now anyway, I hope it doesn't get rid of our jobs, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> people's jobs in, in general. Um, but I think it does have its place to help you get started. There's some really cool plugins you can get for ChatGPT to help you with certain tasks um but i wouldn't just rely on it solely well not as a reliance tool but as a um, you can help you get started on things yeah. for sure i mean we've used that before mm. for some marketing exercises so i think it's definitely got its place but the content that it puts out is pretty average well it's generic yeah you gotta remember it's generic yeah i mean you can use really good prompts to help you with that but again just yeah i wouldn't i'd be going over it very thoroughly i wouldn't be just you don't trust it yet no but don't trust the machines. <laughs> cool. Um, so, yeah, to summarize, we went through a various various different tech stacks. Um, so I think we'll just put them all in the show notes with a brief summary um, as opposed to me just reading them all out. If anyone's got any questions, click the link in your podcast player um, and we'll read them out on our Friday episodes where we do a live Q&A. Daniel, always a pleasure. Thank you, Jordan. Anytime. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Australian Business Podcast. I think this series is best served with my free business course on RASC education. My free course includes all of my notes, templates, employment guides, legal documents, marketing strategies, software recommendation, and ideas for starting and running a small business. Finally, if this podcast or the course helps you, I only ask that you please help me by sharing it with one friend, colleague, or family member who runs a business. Thanks for listening.